Alrighty, welcome back to episode 88 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host. You can check out everything we do with Wall of Sound. Just head to wallofsoundau.com. You'll come across news, reviews, interviews, everything you need to know about what's happening in Australia's alternative music scene is on there. Today on the show, I'm stoked to reveal I'm going to have a chat with the man and legend that is Frank Carter from Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Now, this is... In my opinion, one of the best blokes in the heavy music scene right now. Someone who obviously cares so much about his fans and helping them through life and the struggles that they come through with their mental health battles. Now, Frank Carter himself is a man who is so open about these uh, struggles that he personally has himself that they've made their way onto the band's latest album, End of Suffering. Hands down so far, one of the best releases that I've come across so far this year. And we're going to chat all about that, how far he pushes himself to get these songs out there, advice for people going through similar things, and what we can expect when the man and legend returns to Australia in early 2020. Plus, I'm also going to take a look back at the ARIA nominations that were announced last week and give you my opinions on it, and play a whole stack of bands in the process as well. But right now, let's officially kick it off with these guys here. This is Royal Blood, Lights Out, Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Every time I'm with it
listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. This album, Knowing What You Know Now. That's Marmosets on Wall of Sound, up against the wall with their song, Lost in Translation. You might remember they played Splendor in the Grass last year and a couple of side shows. A great band to get behind too if you haven't done so already yet. And while you're checking them out, you might want to go give a follow to a band called 68. Now, you might remember Josh Scoggin from way back in the day. He was in the band Norma Jean. He left that band and started another one called The Chariot, a great hardcore band who he uh, eventually left that band too. And he's now fronting 68, a two-piece, who have been coming up the ranks in the heavy music scene. Now, we saw them touring Australia back in 2017. And before that point, they were the opening act for Bring Me The Horizon on their That's A Spirit tour. They've also been working on some new material which we should start seeing signs of any day now, actually. To give you an idea of what this band sounds like, I'm going to flash back right now to their 2018 album, Two Parts Viper. This is the song Summertime Blues by 68 on Wall of Sound, Up Against Wall.
to a wall of sound up against the wall. Did we do that correctly? You did. Fuck yeah. <laughs> We're a professional band.
Aria-nominated album Nature Nurture, that is Clowns, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. And yes, if you missed the news last week, they have been nominated for the best hard rock and heavy metal album, taking on the likes of DZ Death Rays, Dead Letter Circus, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and of course, North Lane. Now, in my opinion, I think the winner of that category is going to come down to either Clowns or North Lane. Now, North Lane, I reckon, had the album of the year, but that Nature Nurture one from Clowns was a great return to form for them and showcased what they can really do with the members in the band and what they've worked on to get to where they are now. And you might have heard me rambling about the Arias this year. In my opinion, they missed out on some fantastic albums supporting to that hard rock and heavy metal category, especially that of Thy Art is Murder. Their new one, Human Target, was great, and I can't believe it actually missed out. The best rock album category is going to see the likes of Emil and the Sniffers taking on Holy Holy, Midnight Oil, Skeggs, and Jimmy Barnes. But as we know, Australians love Barnesy, so of course he's going to take that one out. Now, the big thing that I had a gripe with was the fact that the best Australian live act didn't include a nomination for Parkway Drive and their reverence tour that took place in 2018. Arguably, but then again if you argue with me you're wrong, that was the best performance we have seen Parkway Drive perform across the country. Sold out shows all over the place and their stage presence, all the uh, props that they had over in the UK they finally brought to Australia and you can't deny the fact that those guys had the best show or the best tour of 2018. So the fact that they didn't get a nomination is completely mind-blowing. And I know there's a lot of people out there who say, you know, you shouldn't give a shit about the Arias, they don't care about us, but the fact of the matter is, you know, these bands work hard to get recognition and the Arias say that they're a uh, organisation that supports all Australian music, which, you know, I guess they do when it comes to all of these bands getting nominated, but when it comes to airtime and promotion and all that, the heavy music bands tend to be forgotten. And some people think think that's a good thing and you know they believe that heavy music doesn't belong in this mainstream market but you know with that said if you're a great band doing great things you deserve recognition no matter where it comes from so ideally I'd love to see all of the nominees including the heavy music and the rock bands get as much attention on the night as that of the pop acts we know it's not going to happen but you know we can look forward to the future at a time when you know they do give these bands recognition and we see a band like Polaris like Parkway Drive or even like Clowns taking to the stage to perform at the Arias. Now, that's something that will get me to tune in every year, especially if they just picked one heavy band to, you know, showcase their talent on the night. That's my two cents. Don't forget, you can tell me what you think of uh, the Arias. You can find me. I'm online at Brownie Paul. Just send me a tweet, send me a DM on Instagram, whatever. You know, get in touch and let me know what you think about it. At next year's Arias, I'm kind of hoping we can see this band score a nod for the best upcoming act. They deserve it with all the hard work they've put into their career over the past couple of years. And the debut album they put out is great. So much so, I'm getting a song on from it right now. This is Wax with Little Things. A wall of sound up against the wall.
Sound up against the wall with Brown. Soho, my generation, on Wallop Sound, up against the wall. They are playing the Good Things Festival at the end of the year, which means maybe some new music on the way. And talking about Good Things Festival, stick around. I'll let you know something special we're going to do next week. But right now, let's have a chat to this bloke. What's up? This is Frank Carr from the Rattlesnakes. You're listening to Wall of Sound, up against the wall. One of the best blokes in the heavy music scene right now joins me for a chat and I am absolutely stoked he is making his return with his band Down Under in January next year. Mr. Frank Carter, welcome to the show. Hello mate, how you doing? Pretty bloody good to have you on now, mate. It's been a couple of months now since End of Suffering was released and the reception from what I've seen all across the place was nothing but approval. Fantastic results as well too. What's been the most surprising thing that you've learned about yourself after dropping this album? Um... I mean, the most surprising thing that I learned about myself was that I had uh, was the value that I had, I guess. I, that whole album was a long quest for sort of self-acceptance and self-worth. I, mean, I think that's been the most positive thing to come out of it. I have a better understanding of who I am as a human being now, as a man, as a, you know, a partner, a dad, a musician, all of that. So for me, that that's what, you know, that everyone, everyone listens to that album or they talk about the title and there's, there's an enormous amount of finality in those words, but... The reality is that it's um, it's hope there. That's that's what the foundations of that record are built on, you know, and that's what we want everybody to take from it. It's just the hope in that. Certainly, that's what I take from it. So. 
Well, good, yeah. And that's one thing that we've noticed with a lot of bands who have been opening up about mental health struggles and the issues they've faced is that there's always hope. You know, you, it might seem like you're in the uh, the dumps and things are going really bad for you at the time. And I guess that's why people like us, we turn to music like this to help us feel better. But hearing yourself sing about the fact that, you know, there's always hope at the end of it all just goes to show that it doesn't matter who you are or what you go through in life. There is always these avenues for you to get help and, and come out the other side on top. Exactly that, yeah, always. Now, was it a relief for you to get all of these personal stories and struggles out there on this album, or did you hold back at all when it comes to writing about these battles you faced? No, I never hold back. I never, ever, ever, ever hold back. Like, there's no point. Like, if you're going to put yourself out there, you may as well put yourself out there 100%. Like, otherwise, you know, the minute you start doing that, you're lying to yourself and you're betraying, like, the trust that you're building with your fans, the trust that you build with your bandmates. Like, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have Dean as a, you know, as a co-writer and a, and a partner in this band. Like, he has an enormous amount of belief in me and my vision. And um, he, he encouraged, you know, there's been a few times when I've said to him, like, look, I've written this line. I need you to check the context and just make sure it's not a bit too close to the bone because I'm, I'm really putting myself out there but he just always backs it 100% he just never he never doubts it at all so even when I am I think that's one of the best parts of, of our relationship is that whenever doubt creeps in for one of us the other is usually there to very quickly extinguish that fire and 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 just you know really drive home the fact that we're we're on the correct path and this is uh correct me if I'm wrong that's Dean who you spoke about on the Bring Me the Horizon tour right yeah the, the fact that you two have this relationship, it's you, you're not just bandmates, you're best mates, you're creative geniuses working together for the benefit of the band and, you know, getting yourselves out there upon the world. I think, you know, what you've got is a great partnership and it really goes to show just how good you two are together, especially with this collection of songs on End of Suffering. So, you know, I take my hat off to you guys for both being able to work together and, and not have your differences kind of get in the way of the message and purpose the band stands for. No, exactly. Yeah, we would never allow that to happen because we built, you know, our friendship. Our friendship was there before we started this band, but it's developed to the point it's at now because of the band, you know? So for us now, it's about preserving that and the integrity of it forever, really. And look, you're doing a pretty bang-up job of doing that as well too, especially when it comes to expressing yourself on stage. I mean, we caught you, as I said before, on that Bring Me the Horizon tour, and you seem, even in videos we saw of Reading Festival, you seem to be in like a much happier and better place mentally with your life. Am I right in saying that? Are, are you much happier nowadays than what you were writing this album? Oh, yeah, man. It's night and day. I'm a different human being. Completely. Like, I have, it's what we talked about at the beginning, but I have just an enormous amount of, of new learned self-acceptance of, of, I've discovered a lot of self-worth that just was lacking in my life and it's there in abundance now so yeah I'm, I'm much happier much much happier it's good to hear yourself in that position as well too especially for the fans who you know have been following your story through all of these albums over the years and what I wanted to do right now was flash back to a time when you put your heart and soul into one of the greatest songs that this album produced we're getting on right now Anxiety from Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes a wall of sound up against the wall I don't know who I am everybody telling me they can't believe I so depressed and unimpressed to be so stressed when I'm so blessed I got it all and they got less so
latest album, End of Suffering, Frank Carter joins me right now. Mate, I need to give you a big personal congratulations as I mentioned before for your efforts at the uh, Reading Festival when you incorporated the Girls Only Mosh for this song which has been met with nothing but praise from all of our readers who saw that. Like did you get the same reaction from people over your way who didn't attend the festival You know, approving and, and saying what a good job it was? Overall, yeah we had a resounding, a resounding sort of applause on that. We, we, I mean we've been doing that for two, three years now yeah. and we'll continue to do it forever, really. Obviously, there's small pockets of people that, you know, they want, they, they're desperate to retain their ignorance and, and they and they want to try and crush it down. But those are the same people that um, are, I'm desperate to identify so I can remove them from my life as yes. quickly as possible. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, if you want to sit on a hill and claim that what I'm doing is sexist, because apparently it doesn't include men, then I think you're missing the entire point of my argument, you know? And, and quite possibly you're a white, middle-class, privileged, entitled man sat on a hill being grumpy. Do you know what I mean? So I, I think, um, as far as I'm concerned, like, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to change those minds right now. Like, a lot of those minds are too far gone, and it's a battle that, that would just be a war of attrition, and no one would win. I'm trying to change the minds of the people who are in the pit, actively encouraging, like, them to think about their behaviour and think about everybody in that pit as, as their equal and just treat them with respect and love and kindness because otherwise why why are we all here? Do you know what I mean? If, you, if you're getting in my pit to cause trouble, to take advantage of a situation for your own personal gain, you don't belong there and I'll, and I'll make that very fucking clear and if you don't believe, I'll, I will possibly ejecting myself. Yeah, that's that's absolutely perfect and, and what I wanted to, to touch on as well too, regardless of the fact there's a couple of naysayers here and there. Like, the point was made, this is one song, one opportunity where the girls in attendance can all mosh together and have a fun time and not worry about someone groping them, hitting them, crowd killing them, whatever it is. It's just one song and I just can't believe that there's some fuckwits out there who don't understand that and couldn't get that through their heads. No, exactly. Like they, they, this is what I'm saying. They immediately go to this like hurt, vulnerable. They they victimise themselves, and it's just so stunning because they're just they're not even in the current moment. You know, they're removed. They're watching as a spectator far away. You know, I've been I've been called a lot of things by people like that, but the reality is you just don't let it in because the work you're actually doing, the change you're enacting in the ground, is just it's far more important you know it's, it's brilliant to see the amount of messages I've had from women over the weekend just saying how important that moment was to them you know I, I got to watch my cousin was crowd surfing and I saw her back on the iPlayer you know <laughs> I watched the, I watched the geek back on TV and there's my cousin like crowd surfing with a massive smile on her face like, you can't you can't make those moments of priceless and that that's the kind of change that matters to me um I'm not trying to win over someone who is basically like an, an old stuck bigot. Like they leave them be. Like those those dinosaurs will die out. You know, we're the we're the meteor now. Yeah, it's literally a situation of not if not now, but when that's going to happen. And like with you doing this and the amount of praise and, and support that you've got, hopefully we see a lot of bands take this on board as well too and incorporate that into their shows because that's just one thing that people get saying when I put the article about it. Like people want to see this happening at like the Good Things Festival, for example, people going to enjoy your show and just for one song, they don't have to worry about anything. They can just go enjoy themselves with their mates and, and just get involved. Exactly. And the fact is, it's about utilizing that time if people are saying that it's not enough that one song is a massive change yeah it's, it's like and it changes the entire atmosphere because 
girls are waiting, they're ready, they want that moment and they just want to feel safe. And, you know, the biggest threat to women is men across the board. Like, that's, that's the biggest threat for them in, in their life. And the biggest threat to men is men. Like, do you know, we, we're the highest fucking rate of suicide was among men under under the age of 45 you know like we're, we're the biggest threat to ourselves and so for us you just create that safe space and then it, it that energy permeates you know it radiates and before you know it you've got um this totally different atmosphere where there is no single hormone running riot everything is just like much more balanced and in doing that just it's more fun and that's what rock and roll should, should be about fun. Yeah, you go there to bend, you go there to, you know, like let off some steam. But um, the reality is, like, you don't. It doesn't all have to be about violence and anger, especially not against each other. We, if we, if you're at my show, you're there for the same reason. Like, how counterproductive to fight amongst ourselves when we're all the people that are like are trying to create a positive change in our lives, you know? That's exactly. I mean, there's other ways to express yourself, especially at these shows too. I mean, screaming along to the song Crowbar, for example, is one that comes to mind. And there's plenty of other songs on the album as well too that we will absolutely be screaming when you come down under. Um, is the, the Girls Only Mosh something that you're going to incorporate on these Australian tours as well? Every gig ever, everywhere for the rest of my life. Excellent. Well, we cannot wait for you to bring this down under. Now, Frank, before we wrap things up, I'd be an idiot not to do this. Uh, we've got a staff member who works for us. Her name is Kim, and she's an absolutely fantastic human being. Uh, she actually got me onto Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes a couple of years ago, and I wanted to talk about this on a level because she's currently going through a bit of a hard time at the moment with her own mental health issues and, and struggles. And I wanted to know for her benefit and others listening right now, what advice do you have to pass on for those who are going through these types of struggles and, and how they can come out the other side nothing stays forever nothing stays forever and like if you if you're sitting with a black cloud in your life and you're focused on the black cloud no matter where it is in the sky you're going to make that problem like you're going to bring that problem closer to you do you know what i mean a lot of people like they keep chasing it like just sit with yourself in your own thoughts and your own feelings and when the black cloud comes along let it go it'll pass all storm clouds pass you know so that's, that's all I would say is that like nothing nothing lasts forever. Everything is constantly moving. Just allow it to move around you. Beautiful words and a great way to wrap that up. Frank Carter uh, and the Rattlesnakes are heading to Australia. The tour kicks off January 16. Get your tickets right now from andtherattlesnakes.com. Frank, thank you very much for the chat. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks so much. We all come from an explosion in the sky. One day there was nothing and the next there was life. And all the rivers and the mountains and the sun. Nick from Tide Lion here. You're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. You.
Nothing feels good anymore, but it's no big deal. See the burden in your eyes. You're doing better than me. Tell me where your heart is. I'm only twenty-three. Oh la 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 la. Flashback from Tired Lion, Cinderella Dracula and Wall of Sound up against the wall. They have been working very hard on new music and hopefully we're going to see some of that very soon. They're a great band out of Perth who have been showing they've got some great bands over that side of the country as well. So if you're listening and you're from that way, go support your local bands. And if you're a band from that way, make sure you send us some stuff and let us know what you've been working on. Right now, though, I wanted to focus your attention on a band called Dream State. Now, they signed to UNFD from the UK, and when they first got announced, no one knew who they were. No one knew why UNFD decided to sign them, and from there, they've proven their worth to get to where they are right now. They are about to release their debut album, Primrose Path. It comes out on Friday, and I have to say, this is a fantastic debut album. This band has completely blown my mind with every song they've put out from it. And i got to say, the singles aren't exactly the best songs from the album as well. You need to listen to it all, take it all in, and appreciate what this band have been working towards over the past couple of years. Now, they made their Australian debut at Unify this year and uh, pulled such a big crowd. I'm kind of hoping we're going to see some shows announced in the not-too-distant future. I've got an inkling maybe we might hear something after Friday, but don't quote me on that. Stay tuned. Make sure you do yourself a favour and go check out their new album. Dream State is the band. The album is called Primrose Path. And this is a song from it. Open windows. A wall of sound up against the wall. Listen.
shelves. And you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
is the latest song for Simple Plan, Where I Belong, which features members of State Champs and We The Kings. Now, they're going on tour across America. Later in the year, we're going to see Simple Plan heading down under to play the Good Things Festival. And funny I mention that because next week's podcast is going to be all dedicated to bands who are playing that event. I'm going to get you up close and personal to a few of the bands from the lineup and let us know what you can expect when you go along to go check out these shows and showcase a bunch of bands from the lineup who you might not have heard of before. Hopefully, you'll take a listen to this and you might change your mind about the bands who you want to see at these music festivals. And let's face it, a music festival is a fantastic opportunity to open your eyes and ears to so many different bands you never thought you would imagine you would come across. Now, I could tell you exactly who is going to feature on the podcast, but let's face it. Spoilers don't look good on anyone, but I can say if you love your heavy metal, there's going to be one of those bands and a couple of others you do not want to miss out on. To get you ready for it, because Frank Carter is from the UK, I'm going to get on another band from over that way who's going to be featuring on the music festival. This is a flashback from Enter Shikari, Labyrinth, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'll catch you real soon. Yeah. Oh. 